Hello everyone and welcome to the McGonagall Boxing Podcast, episode 34, we're getting through them. We're here this week, wow, to review, what a fight, a Nui Denier. It was for all the marbles, the super bantamweight titles, and it didn't disappoint, did it? We've got a new unified super bantamweight champion, his name is Noah Anue, the monster, but he wasn't, was he? Um, let's be honest, he got exposed in many ways against an aging warrior in Nanito Denier. Two things, Nanair was considerably better than I thought he'd be. He had a lot more left in the ga- gas tank at Super Bantamweight. He's definitely a, a Bantamweight rather than a Featherweight. And secondly, Anue, not quite as good as some would have thought. Doesn't mean he's a bad fighter at all. Still got some devastating hand speed and punches, but he's, his defense is there, isn't it? It's, it's flawed, and he moves up in weights, he's probably gonna get knocked out. He showed me his chin is an iron. He got really badly wobbled by Denier, caught with a peach of the right hand in round eight. And for the first time in your career, you saw Anue holding on, and that's what he did. But you cannot fault his heart. He found a way, he held on, and um, in round, uh, you know, 10-11, he came back, and that was an absolute peach, wasn't it, of a body shot, which I thought in round 11, I thought that was it. Somehow Denier got up, somehow he survived the rest of the fight. I think because it, it was so late on, that's probably what helped. And um, credit, Nui, clearly the winner, um, did enough. Obviously that knockdown clearly won in the fight. But it was close. It was close, you know. It was a it was a close unanimous decision. Nui was a deserved winner, but it was close. Denier won his rounds and he wasn't far off stopping a Nui. Now if Denier's gonna do that, what are the likes of Javante Davis going to do when a Nui moves up? Um, you don't want that, do you? You don't want to uh, um, or Josh Warrington or you know these kind of fighters. Um, you just don't want to keep away from them, I think. I think a Nui it would look considerably smaller than Denier. Um, and I think if he fights a, someone like a Frampton, for instance, who I know is on the slide getting older, but he just get physically bullied, I think. And so I wonder, I don't think a Nui, as good as he is at the lightweight, I don't see him being able to move up the weights much uh, uh, longer before losing his speed. Um, he's a small guy. And he's effective at lower weights because of his speed. But credit Dunaire pushed him all the way. And it showed a few defensive flaws in a new way. He can get hit and he can get hurt. Suddenly he's human. Suddenly the fighters that didn't want to fight him, the super bantamweights and the featherweights, will be lining up for a good payday against a unified champion. Moving on. Billy Joe Saunders, Canelo. It's all the rage, isn't it? Well, let's be honest. Um... Billy Joe was poor at the weekend. Very, very lucky to get through his WBO um, title defence. All right, he was facing an all good, rugged Mexican, unbeaten. So you know what they're going to come. They're going to be tough. They're going to be durable. But he was, I, had, I had him losing. He didn't. He looked kind of flat. Um, what worries me at super middleweight with Billy Joe, his last two performances, it's almost like the weight, them extra eight pounds, seven pounds, are too much for him. They slow his speed down, slow his reflexes. He doesn't flow like he does at middleweight. Um, he's there to be hit. He gets caught more, doesn't he? Um, and I know some people say, well, he's only can't get up for these B level, C level fighters. I, a part of me accepts that, but you know, you want to be a great fighter. 
You know, Mayweather dispatched all these guys, didn't he? Where a C, C level, B level, Canelo dispatches them, doesn't he? He dispatches the likes of Rocky Fielding ruthlessly. Um, GGG dispatches these C level fighters ruthlessly. Billy Joe doesn't. He has deaf and, uh, you know, deaf and now fights with them, and they can go either way, and that's suddenly. A bit of a worry. Now, I know he, but Tyson Fury is going to raise it, but you can't keep having poor performances, poor performances, then expect to kind of raise it miraculously. I think the super middleweight, I don't think he's so much he's on the slide. I think he's still young enough, um, fresh enough, but he's inactive. Does he really live the dedicated life outside the ring? Because eventually that will catch up with you. And I believe a super middleweight is not the same fighter. Um, you know, they punch harder um, and he's carrying that extra weight, slows him down a little bit. And I don't think he's as sharp as slick as he is at middleweight. So that's something he needs to think about. I don't think he beats Canelo anymore. Two years ago, Lemieux, after the Lemieux fight, I'd have thought Billy Joe was a nightmare for Canelo. Slippery, quick, and I would have backed money on Billy Joe beating him now. I think Canelo sees chinks in the armour. I think he sees that Billy Joe can be hit. He's slower at super middleweight. Um, he's quite inactive. And I think Canelo gets him out there. I think he does. I think he, you know, all right, it might be a, f- a few awkward first couple of rounds, but eventually he's going to susk uh, Billy Joe out, time him. And I think he just hurts and hits into the body. And I think, uh, I think he stops Billy Joe Saunders seeing the Billy Joe Saunders of the last year. I see regression rather than progression, and I don't feel the super middleweight move is a good move for his career in terms of skill set. Um, it might be for the paydays, and that's probably why he's done it. Um, yeah, moving on. Devin Haney, unanimous decision, 12 points win. I think, you know, that was kind of like Eddie Hearn, quite rightly said, it was a learning fight. He's got to realise he's not going to blow everyone out of the water. And it probably did more harm, uh, good than harm. However, people, certainly like Lemachenko, will be looking at that going, yeah, this guy, um, once plan A doesn't work, he, he's short of ideas. Doesn't have a plan B, does he? He looked frustrated after about five rounds, realising this guy could take his power. He could see his punches coming. And he didn't really have a plan B or C, did he? And against Lemachenko, you need plan C, D, E and F. So I, looking on that performance, no, it sounds a bit harsh, but I don't think Devin Haney gets anywhere near Lemachenko right now. And I think Lemachenko would pro- probably suss him out after a few kind of early awkward rounds, um, after about f- round three, and just probably outbox him, uh, probably late stoppage, unanimous points, decision win. I don't see Devin Haney at this stage of his career doing anything to Lemachenko. Let me know what you guys think, though. Were you impressed with Devin Haney's unanimous points win? I wasn't really, but you know, I'm not going to be too harsh on a 20-year-old who's WBC champion. He's still got a lot to learn. More worrying for me with Billy Joe Saunders. I don't think he's going to beat Canelo at super middleweight. I don't think he's on the slide, like some people suggest, but I do think he's too inactive, and I don't think that extra seven pound helps him. And finally, a new way Denaire, possibly fight the year. Absolutely enthralling. Credit to the old warrior Denaire. I'd like to see him retire now. He's got nothing left to prove. He can't keep having wars and wars at his age. And I'd like to see a new way stay where he is. I think if he moves up in weight, he's going to get caught, hurt, and I think he could get knocked out. Showed me a few chinks in the armour. Probably showed me a little bit the fact that I'm not going to put him as pound to pound number one. Um, I think he stays where he is, number four, number five. Um, and his defence proves he can get hit 
and he can get hurt, which I didn't think the monster knew I could before that fight. Credit, he pulled it back like a champion he is. He gets still in my top uh, five pound for pound, but he's nowhere near number one after that performance for me. Let me know what you guys think. I want to hear the boxing debate on my Instagram, the McGonagall Boxing Podcast on Spotify, the McGonagall Boxing Podcast on Anchor. I'll see you on my Facebook, get involved, and I'll see my dedicated boxing page, Inside Fighter. Uh, yeah, so we'll talk, shoot the chat and let me know what you guys think on Billy Joe, Anuwe, and Devin Haney. All right, guys, we'll be back next weekend to talk more boxing. For then, stay tuned. Catch you soon. Bye.